Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of the Disc Golf Answer Man. I am Bobby Cool Daddy Slick Breeze. And we have with us tonight the amazing co-hosts Eric Oakley and Robert McCall. How are you gentlemen doing this evening? We're doing it. We're doing Good it. things. We're doing it, doing it, and doing it well. Doing it. Okay. <laughs> That's L O Cool J. Sorry. So sorry. Zen it sounded just like him, though. Did it? <clears throat> they really did. You thought Very you were really similar. Did. You thought you were watching CSI and the episode uh-huh. with LL in it, yeah. It's weird where he when he breaks into that mid-episode of right. CSI. <laughs> huh. <laughs> he just breaks into his you, old rap songs. LL, you quit. You, you cut that out. You cut the... You. <laughs> this, is, you this is a different genre. We talk about this here. every time. <laughs> he, did, he did do a funny TikTok where he was staring at the wall and they started playing that his uh, I Need Love song and he says something about staring at the wall. <laughs> Sometimes they just stare at the wall. <laughs> Okay, anyway, we got to get back on the show. So this is the Disc Golf Answer Man. Nobody on here has played Disc Golf in quite a while because for various reasons. Oh, oh, what you got there, Robert McCall? Robert played Disc Golf this weekend. No. This Saturday. It was awesome. And Um, how did it go? Crushed it. New course record. For sure. Yeah. Easy. (laughs) Easy. Um, No, I played... We were going to go up to Wilco, um, course here in North Austin. Yeah, fun course, but they were running a uh, tournament there. And so we went and played the new Old Settlers layout. Um, The old, old Settlers layout, if you are familiar with it in Round Rock, very, very long. Um, Just pretty much wide open bomber course, right? Mm -hmm. The, The new redesign is almost entirely in the woods. After like five cool. or six holes, it's pretty pretty technical. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Had a had a blast uh, with the guys that I played with. Um, I played fine, you know. Missed missed some putts, took a couple bogeys, took a few birdies, but finished under par. I was feeling good about that. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, it was fun. It was a blast. Try out any new discs or just let me think. Normal bag. Uh, I did. I I I picked up the goat from. Uh, and discs uh it's pretty stable i mean it's it's kind of what you'd expect of like a you know a fast over stable like 12 13 speed like um, we're not talking pd2 lucid x and not force dumpy. over stable we're talking not like dumpy I, I have a feeling it's probably very similar to like the synapse then the goat and synapse seem to be like they're like stable 12 speeds yeah. but not not like oh not crazy but also kind of bombery if you hit them clean like yeah. they can go pretty far yeah for sure um it was i mean i didn't you know like lean into it very much because there just weren't holes that called for that out there mm-hmm. um but it didn't have hardly any turn for me but it also went it carried a little bit before finishing left so um yeah on cool. a little just trying a little bah, little five forehand did you, did you oh get, yeah yeah what did you think of the berg that uh eric has sent us Oh, oh yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. Guys. I totally yeah, cool. tried that. Yeah, I've been I've been throwing that thing I just really loved it. left and right. It's amazing. Oh wow! Big shout it out to move Eric left Oakley. Or right. So now you know it didn't show up. You're yeah. lying, <laughs> lying to everyone, making me look yeah. like the the bad guy. Yeah. How yeah. about you just? I'll give you coupons and you can buy them. Shut no, up. I'm not interested in that. I want your personal one. <laughs> I want one that if, you've touched. If you don't touch it, I'm not throwing it's it. Been, I, need one, I need one that's been Oakley'd. 
These are the facts. Uh, um, but yeah, it was a blast. We had, we had a great time for sure. Good deal. Awesome. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the questions, folks. Guys, thanks for sending your questions. Go to discgolfanswerman.com. Submit those disc golf questions. We will try to get them on the air. We appreciate you doing that. Also, real quick before we jump in, though, make sure you go out and rate and review us. Uh, you guys have been doing that, and I think it's amazing. It's awesome. But please continue to do so. It may seem like something uh, simple, which it is very simple, but it may seem uh, mini, minial, minimal, minial, small, uh, minial, minerals. It's definitely not that one. <laughs> ah, minerals. There it is. Minerals. minerals. Yes. There it is. It might, got seem, it. it might seem minute. Moot. Yeah. Anyway, it's very helpful. Just go do it. It'll help me go back to school and learn how to use words. So, all right, let's do nice. this question from Nick. Also, also, what they should do is subscribe. Yes, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please. We've got a, over eleven thousand people in a Facebook group, and we have yet to reach our thousand. Uh, Did you post that we're give, doing a giveaway on the? Group? I have. I need to post the. Wait, are though. we doing a giveaway? Do it. Yes, we're doing a giveaway. We're giving away a Dynamic Disc Combat Ranger. That uh, when Eric it's Oakley, still sitting right here. I know when he sends out those bergs, um, he'll send out the. Uh, oh, good luck! Nice. With that. Oh, I look forward to that I day. That's got to be I, coming soon. Yeah, I know. Well, so we've great. been trying to get to thousand followers for a long time. So is that, I, is that, do we have to add to the pot? We have to. You'll send out birds no, to me and Robert. Yes, <laughs> me and Robert will get birds. Robert get prizes if if we get <laughs> to a thousand subscribers. Advocate too. on our behalf, please, <laughs> listeners and fans. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's hit, let's get to the questions. This is from Nick B. Curious your take on the Disc Golf Pro Tour recommending no age protected pro divisions at Disc Golf Pro Tour events. What is the significance of that even not having age protection? Uh field size can be bigger. Um pot uh the pot size, I guess we'll call it the the, the cash payout is significantly bigger the resources uh, put forth into the event are focused in certain areas rather than being spread thinner. Um, I understand we've created these age protected divisions and it's been a part of disc golf, uh, but for professional disc golf to really take off and be what it needs to be uh, like to, to be honest and keeping it real is the age protected divisions don't have the same weight or bring the same fan value and, or bring all these things, not to say that the players aren't stellar disc golfers. I've seen many players on both, uh, you know, the FPO side and MPO side of the age protected divisions be absolute, just incredible disc golfers that can compete with the non age protected divisions. So, it's not necessarily about the caliber being lower. It's just not the competition isn't as deep and it's not, it's not the hotness. It doesn't have that same allure to, to the fans. And that I think is incredibly important. And if you're going to invest your time into it it needs to it, and the pro tour is going to, it needs to be worth it. It has to be worth it. So so hot right now. (laughs) Yeah, what um, do you think, Robert? Actually, I'm 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 interested because like that's my perspective as a pro, and I'm right. saying I want more money, I want more players to compete against. But I I from a from somebody not out there from yeah. from somebody not pro. That's how we're gonna say it. Yeah. Okay, no, not no, out there. You would be a touring. I am Yoko. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Dude, Julio, totally, t- totally Julio messy. and Shay. 
You would. I'm just glad, me. Eric. I'm glad you're interested in his opinion because I could care less. But let's go. <laughs> got him. If you All could right, care question. less, that means that you do care some, Bobby. Okay. Figure it out. <laughs> anyway, um, you've been here long enough. Figure out the language. Yes. Come on. Um, anyway, uh, I think uh, so. I think the way that the pro tour has worded it, and this is this is from a secondhand source, not from me reading the guidelines. I think the way that they have it worded is that pro tours shouldn't have age protected divisions. If it takes away from the, uh, from the main portion of the event. So it it sounds like there it's open to interpret interpretation in that they, they can decide what's distracting and what's not, or what's Mm -hmm. taking away some of their resources and what's not. So you have the um, courses for it and the staff for it. You can easily run age protected at a pro tour event, but it might be classified as an A tier at that point, but it's still it going to be. be like, like it's like think of the dynamic disopen. They will have an age protected mm-hmm. division because they have the courses for it, but it'll be a pro I tour don't event know if, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it'll be, a different, not, it'll be classified as a different event, but it's still the dynamic disopen. Right. The just the A tier. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm honestly not not sure which events are going to do it and which ones aren't. Uh, yeah. Some of them may be looking at that as a as like a free pass to not do mm-hmm. it, um, you know, to get out of the hassle. But if you're a tournament uh, coordinator, a lot of your money comes from not the top divisions when it comes to like payout and stuff. No, no, no. They still ha- can have amateur size and everything like that, but. Yeah. They may not have age protected. They may not. I don't know. Um, I, oh, I, Darryl, wouldn't indi- I wouldn't say I'm indifferent about it. I'm not. But um, yeah, d- yeah. Daryl, Daryl said what I was thinking. I wasn't sure if that was like not. Or not. That was, I, I made a, a I made a a butt out of you and me by making an assumption. Oh yeah, it's all good. Um, so I I don't know. I mean. I, I like where the Pro Tour's head is at in that they're trying to focus more on at the top level. I get it. Mm-hmm. But if it comes at the expense of just discarding everybody else, I can understand how some people would be upset about that. So, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty close to being able to play MP40. So... What? <laughs> I'm a, not next year or anything, but like a couple years down the road. How old are you? 36. Oh, wow. Well, that's still... Three years, the the year oh, that I turn forty is the year I get to play, it. and that's when I plan my grand resurgence into competitive <laughs> disc, disc golf. Who's this Robert yeah. McCall guy? Where did he Never come from? Never heard of him yeah. before, but Where did wow, he, come from? he, he looks wiping up the for a forty year old. All right, next, <laughs> yeah. next one comes from. He made two hundred dollars for winning this event. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Uh, Danny, this one comes from Danny. But by the way, it makes you think of, we talked about it before recording, but a big congrats to Danny Lindahl. Uh, he announced on Facebook oh, yeah. that he's engaged. And so, congratulations. Obviously, Danny. he used to work with the gentleman. He used to work with the guy. And we've, we've had talks and stuff like that. So, I think it's pretty cool that he found somebody special in his life and has decided to make a commitment. Uh, it's big time. So, it's big time. So, Heck yeah. Congrats, Danny. If you, if you know Danny and you listen to the show, make sure you tell him I said congrats. Because we don't talk anymore. Uh, we don't see. talk anymore. <laughs> we don't talk. Okay, so this Danny, though, says, Lately when I throw forehand, even my most overstable enforcers and defenders have been flipping way over. 
I've slowed my form down and seem to find success again, but only with high-speed overstable discs. When I drop back down to mids and fairways again, my most overstable discs act as if they are the most understable. Any tips on form? I could try to fix this. Yeah. Yeah, Without... yeah, go without ahead. Without looking, <laughs> without wa- without seeing your form, I would. I'm making a butt out of you and me, that you are rolling your wrist. Your yeah. form might feel good. There's just there's just no way for those discs to be understable for you without you releasing on a poor angle or having outrageous uh off-axis torque which i'm going to lean towards you have your form is good enough because i'm thinking the amount of off-axis torque to make those discs understable is a lot would be a crazy amount very so i'm going to lean towards your angle of release is wrong start with trying to put if you're right-handed have your right shoulder be down and stay down Think watching Sarah Hokum throw a sidearm, how low she gets and how much she stays in on that and releases the disc on a hyzer. I guarantee if you throw that enforcer defender on a hyzer from a forehand, that thing ain't flipping up. It will not do it. And if you can work to get that release back and now likely what's going to happen is you're going to come from hyzer and you're going to stand up some. So it'll pull it closer to a baby hyzer to flat so you might actually start to get some decent lines and you just need to keep slowing it down and allowing the release the best part about working with sidearm is you can force discs to work for you or technically work against you when you force things over because they'll fight out they're working against what you put them on to to stay in the air but with a forehand, the moment you start to allow this to actually work for you with straighter to mid ranges and stuff like that, you're going to put a lot less um, stress on your shoulder and elbow, and it's going to increase your accuracy, increase um, increase your longevity in the sport and continuing to be able to throw forehands. So that's where I would start because there's just, I'm sorry, like I had Raiders, Enforcers, and stuff like that. And I throw very strong. And I watched Jake Lauber, who has an incredibly powerful forehand, um, him rip on uh, rip on stuff. And he never was really complaining about defenders or enforcers or stilettos being not stable enough. So that, that would be why I would lean towards it's a, it, it's gotta be an angle issue and the angle on release has to be over the top. Yeah. I mean, hundred, hundred percent. Um, and just just so you know, if you're not aware of what off-axis torque means, that is when <clears> – <throat> it's easiest to explain with a backhand, but um, when your reach back, the, the angle of the disc on your reach back should match the angle of the disc at your hit point, should match the angle of your follow-through. If, if any of those are off, then that's what we call off-axis torque. You've established your axis right here. So if you get to the end of your throw, let's say you're throwing backhand, you're trying to throw it flat and you roll your wrist over toward the ground. That's how that happens. That's off axis Uh torque. So just like Eric is saying on a forehand, when you reach back, the the angles can be a little bit different because you might reach back high, you know, but everybody gets to this. If you're trying to throw flat, you really need to get your arm pretty much parallel to the ground. And when you're following through, you need to follow through 
like like Eric says, forward first, palm to the sky is a good way to keep yourself from rolling your wrist over. Um, but the second that you roll your wrist over, you've taken your angle from this parallel to the ground to at release. The disc is, I mean, like you're to, if you're letting the disc go at three o'clock, now you're going to be closer to two or one thirty or something like that. It's tilted up this way. Like no wonder it goes to the ground. Cause that's the way that your that's the way that your hands go, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, I, I would think it, it would have to be a form issue. Exactly. Like Eric said, slow it down, let the disc work for you. Then you can step into some overstable discs and really take advantage of everything that they have to offer. Yeah, Brandon New has a really good comment. He said, uh, it's crazy how many amateur players have such good power, but they don't have that angle control. They always think it's the disc's fault. And that's very yeah. true that a lot of times. Super true. I mean, I don't few, believe that, that he was saying that. I just think he's like, I just can't figure out what my issue is. So I'm I'm happy that he wasn't being like, these discs are too flippy. What discs oh, do yeah, they yeah. throw? He's yeah. like, farm right, issue, right. which I, yeah. I greatly appreciate. For sure. Um, but Br- Brandon, Brandon is spot 100% on. right. Yeah. 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 I'm. I'm not trying to hear somebody say they, you know, throw their favorite you know, Lucid X Enforcer, or like the the goat that I just got. That you're telling me that you can't you can't get that thing to finish right. I'm sorry, like it's not it's not stable enough for you. No, it is, one hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. All right. Next one comes from Jake Hamburger. Hamburger. Uh, he says eric it sounds like you removed all the trilogy discs from your bag what makes them less suited for you if you said the new ones have more integrity i have no idea what that means uh okay so haven't removed the them new all. ones don't tell lies okay yes, they are <laughs> they are they are the same disc <laughs> out in public as they are at home you're welcome <laughs> you can talk uh <laughs> you can answer I your question that. now. I'm, yeah. I'm, no, no, I'm you can go on with your disc. real I'm envisioning yeah. a disc like on the course, be like, "Ah, oh, what's guys so great?" And then coming <laughs> back home and be like, "Dude, he's so oh, stupid. Okay, he has no he's integrity." So yeah. So Dude, that disc uh, literally has no integrity. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, perfect. Thank you for that. That's I yep. love that discs have now personalities. It's so good. So the. <laughs> I am currently still bagging a Justice and a Claymore. Those are the two that I feel like have uh, probably saved me the most strokes um, in my time uh, when I was with Trilogy. So I haven't removed all. The Claymore being probably the one that will stay in the bag forever just because uh, it's a disc that I don't, I cannot replicate the types of shots I was throwing. So um, definitely... It just has to. It has to stay in the bag. The justice has other competitors that are fighting for a similar spot, which I'm. I'm very much liking. Uh, but what I mean by integrity is, uh, there are times when you throw a disc, and you get into a groove of throwing that disc, and you understand what it's going to do at certain points in its flight, and you start to. You have to read the wind and, and understand these, and you have to trust the conditions. So you start to build on on those uh, things and those, you know, how you like to throw and just allow that to be, all right, I know in this kind of wind, if I release this disc on a hyzer, it's going to do this. And it's going to do something within the realm of that type of shot. That's integrity. And it does that every time. It might be a little bit different. My hyzer out earlier might turn a little longer, but... It's never doing something you don't expect. And uh, 
I genuinely felt with a few molds in the trilogy lineup that I had such a wide variety of results that uh, forced me to lose confidence in those discs. Now, that isn't a knock on the discs. That could be my arm speed, the discs that I had, so on and so forth, being the main issue. I think that's the main issue. I lost I lost a lot of faith in throwing Raider backhands. And I'm not sure if that was a form issue on my part or if it was the Raiders I had just weren't the better runs. Whatever the case may be, I just I found myself in this place where I would throw a Raider and it would, oh, it holds this great hyzer. It looks great. goes really far. And then I'd throw that same Raider next hole and then it would flip a lot. And I just like, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And again, it could have been a me issue and likely was. But what I started to realize when I picked up these other discs is that I feel there's more integrity because I'm releasing them on the same angles and just getting a much, I'm getting the results that I'm looking for. So that leads me to say that I think these discs have more integrity, but likely what's happening here, and it could be a little bit that the discs might just be, like I said, have that integrity I'm looking for, but a good part of it is that I have no preconceived notions about any of these discs. I'm just able to throw them with full confidence because I haven't made the mistakes yet. I haven't done those things. And part of that could be that I was, I had these feelings. Um, uh, I had these feelings that Anthony Vanden Heuvel is super dumb, uh, but <laughs> got him, did see it roasted. Um, <laughs> but no, the, the point was, is I just lost the confidence in it and that I couldn't get it back. And it's, it's just easy. It's just it, it just became easy to blame the discs and be in that situation where I was doing the same thing that the amateurs were doing. But at my stage, I had to quickly not blame the discs, but find the disc that was working for me. And that's why I jammed on the Evader as much as I did towards the end of the season, because it was the one disc I felt like I could trust and I could still stretch it out far enough to be competitive. But at the pro level, you can't be throwing seven speeds for distance drivers. You just can't. You have to be able to stretch a 12 speed far on a lot of these a lot of these courses to compete and be in the top 10 is what I'm getting at. Like you can I can throw seven speeds all over the place and get top 25, but I'm I if I make one minor error, I am now birdie just got way harder with a seven speed where if I got that extra 50 feet from a distance driver, even if I'm off a little bit, I have that extra 50 feet that can keep birdie in play. That's, I guess, is one part of it. So the trilogy discs are coming out also because I don't, I, I, it's, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not sponsored by them. Another part of it is like, I wanted to go out and explore all these other discs. And, uh, but I will say, uh, stay on the lookout. There is going to be a really, really cool run of justice, a cool stamp, triple foil coming out. That's going to be, I think more, uh, an exclusive to wholesalers through infinite discs. That's going to be something that we're doing as a collaboration with dynamic discs. So you heard it here first. It's dope. I'm working with Kessler Martin on the stamp and I think it looks great. Just nice. be ready to uh, start calling them just Nice. So it uh, looks like we got Anthony 
I haven't said that in the longest time. We got Anthony watching the show. See, he hasn't said Annie? anything back. He hasn't said anything back. He probably left. He's mad. He's mad. He, yeah, mad. he probably did. He mad. Um, um, but I do want to oh, call out Anthony. Let's go, baby. I want to call out Anthony and say, uh, back us. Yeah. Why did it do that? I hate I when it does that. Uh, Anthony, uh, when are you going? When are we going to see a proposal from you on Facebook? Danny, oh! Danny, Danny's kind of showing you up. Danny's showing you up. Dang. Dang. We just did. We just did, Andy. We called you out. Uh, let's see. Next quote. Or did you have anything to follow up with that on that, Robert? Nope. Nailed it. Perfect. Next one comes from Reese. What is the weirdest thing that you've ever have seen ever? <laughs> Let me add a few Are you more. the kid from like, if you ever had <laughs> dreamed if, that if a, a dream ever, that what? you believed that once that you, one time that you had and you could, you could, and. Yes. What is the weirdest thing you have ever seen in a tournament? This weekend, I had to help separate a drunken altercation at Fairway Fairway over from me in a C tier. What has been your weird tournament experience? P.S. I'm ready for the Degam soundboard. <laughs> At least I got my eyes closed before you played it. Oh, that's wonderful. That was wonderful. Gosh, oh, I am so going to grab that clip. <laughs> Post that clip Just. of Robert's face. <laughs> oh, so good. Anyway, so what is the weirdest thing other than what just happened? What is the weirdest thing? <laughs> of course, this isn't at a tournament. I'm sure you've got you've got something, Eric. I know you have you because obviously you played more tournaments than all of us. But Robert, I mean, you probably have a weird story. I don't know that I have a weird. I've never story. played any tournaments. Right, so that's why that's why I didn't, that's why I didn't go to you. So um, uh, no, uh, the marching band at uh, Ledgestone a few years back. We we're at Eureka. Uh huh. And they just had a parade going through the town of Eureka and legitimately where the water tower hole is, marching band. <laughs> just Sick. ripping and just <laughs> da, 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 you're just like, um, I'm trying to play disc golf. This is hard. Wow. That was, that was interesting. And I and I I guarantee that will never happen again. I would hope not. Will, but it won't let it happen again. But it was one of those like, huh. This is a tournament. Interesting. We had and it we, didn't affect everybody though because it oh, because it was tea times and you know it's a it's a parade. Once they're past you, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's no not a problem. So it was only for certain cards. So it was it was very weird. <laughs> and I didn't understand because I was just like, I can deal with some distractions, but not that kind of distraction. Something like that kind of <coughs> happened at the Oklahoma Open many years ago. It was when uh, Dynamitis did it and uh Dixon Jowers was the T D. And on one of the holes, I can't remember if it was a, a LARP thing or or what, but something was out there and it, you know, we were like, hey, we reserved all this. And they're like, it's a park. Yes, but we res- we like talked to the and we reserve this. It's a park. And so they just started setting up and I, I can't re- I don't think we had to move anything. We just had to be real careful not to hit people. But that was crazy. Mm-hmm. And they were just out there LARPing it up. Mm-hmm. I've had a I've had a LARP experience at a Veterans Park Open in DFW. <clears throat> this is when they do like the 21 or 24 hole layout or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and dude, just every it was the first time I had seen it the, several years ago, quite a while ago now. And I was shocked <laughs> and it was awesome. Yeah, so, and it, that, that was great. 
Um, but speaking of LARPing, when I went and played this weekend, there were people setting up to LARP in like one of the pavilions, uh, live action role playing in case you guys didn't catch that. Um, in case you're not cool yeah. enough to understand that. Yeah. In case you like don't follow the lingo, um, <laughs> they were setting up. They were setting up to uh, to get their fight on. Okay, their fight and, on. Yeah, and everybody. The text is behind Eric again. Um, everybody who this mouse. Uh, everybody who's showing up is like they're decked out. I mean, medievaled out. You with like the foam foam swords, but still they are medievaled out, and which was awesome. And then when when we were walking back to our cars after finishing the round, one of those guys walking up in like this full garb, like serious stuff, had a, a dozen box of round rock donuts just sitting on top. And that was my favorite thing that I've seen ever. Wow. Just like I know that those donuts were not around then. You're taking everything so seriously and then just walking like it just totally didn't fit. And I loved it. It was it was wonderful. wonderful. That's crazy. Yeah, wonderful. Um, I've also last last one I've seen a, a guy. Actually, his name is Guy. Um, there was a drunk guy who I assume he was drunk. He came up during uh, one of the old settlers tournaments and um, was screaming at our card. Don't know why. Not affiliated with the tournament, just out in the park. And um, Guy just like was just like, no, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. And just got up in his face like as I was trying to putt, definitely missed the putt. Um, but yeah, it was it was messed up. Like it was scary how intense he was, but then he was out of there. So weird. Those are my that is weird. All right, before we head on to the next questions, we're gonna talk about a couple discs that Eric is trying out. What's some stuff new stuff you're trying out there, Eric Oakley? So uh we're just gonna focus in on the dynasty. Okay. Woo This is the Infinite Dynasty. They drop on the twenty-fourth of february so check retailers everything uh this uh this is a disc that you can control this driver to the exact distance you'd like it's perfect for that if you understand what i'm getting at when i say that question question robert Robert has a question robert has a question answer what if the distance i desire is 600 feet i mean it can get there if you throw it hard enough, but sick. So, so Sign no, me this up was for 20. Send me three of them with the Bergs. Uh, this was uh, just a nine speed disc that uh, I can't wait to do a really good review for because I think the part of it is when you hear the numbers in a nine, five, negative one, two, you're not thinking, oh, that's just a perfect forehand disc, right? Don't tell me what I'm thinking. Um, nobody thinks that because they, when you think forehand disc, people are usually thinking nine three zero four, something a lot around that. It's just like, yeah, just ham on hammer on it. But this is one of those discs that is perfect for backhands, even better for forehands, and uh, will make you a better player uh, in in what you can do with it. And I think again, this is the first first tour series disc that I've done that is actually for everyone. And I think that that's kind of cool because I've had overstable felons for how long now? I, you could say the wardens are for everybody, but this is a, a driver. And, you know, you can see the rim a little bit. This shape's great. Width is not bad. It's it's super comfortable. And the stamp's amazing, 
big shout out to Thought Space Athletics. Pretty cool, yeah. For happen- making this happen, I actually have uh, most of my stamps are likely uh, that we do with artistic value are going to uh, keep to this theme, and we're kind of kind of make a collection of this, so it'll be Sick. it'll be great. So, um, fantastic. Dynasty's super good. Um, yeah, uh, that that's what I would suggest. And I will say uh, that there is not going to be that many of them this year, especially in the swirly S-Blend plastic. There was a limited number we could get. Um, there will be more in the I-Blend plastic, so those will be a tick more stable out of the box, but they beat in much faster. So these... What I've had, I've ripped them into trees, and they are fantastic. So they, they're amazing, and they hold up, and they, uh, they're perfect. So why did I'm, why did I'm you rip so them happy into trees? I miss sometimes. It's okay. How <laughs> embarrassing! <laughs> I've never hit a tree. <laughs> I, I love that uh, concept though of uh, playing a wooded course, but playing if you hit a tree, it's an ob stroke. Yeah, and see how see how far you can go. Like, it, dude, I would want to play things. that with. Uh, I'd want to play that with people at this course that we played this weekend at Old Settlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was awesome. Yes, yeah, nice. just I blend and swirly S blend Reese, and that comes out in these. three days, right? You said the twenty fourth of February, twenty fourth, available yep. at uh, where? Swirly S comes out. It's going to be infinitedist.com. Infinite nice. But then you're also going to see it at a lot of other retailers too. They'll have them at their shops uh, and a lot of places. So. It's going to be sweet. Well, they they, the colors are incredible. Nice. The Their blue and green swirls or purple and blue swirls and the three foils on them are just stellar. They, Fantastic. The people at Infinite are killing the stamps. And again, Thought Space Athletics, Aaron Wilmot and his crew are the ones who helped design the stamp, which cool. it's dope. All right. Next question comes from uh, where are you at, Joe? Help. Help me up now. I have a problem at the crossroads of disc golf and romance, and I could think of I could I, and I could think of a place for better advice on it, either topic. I think you meant I, I could also think yeah. of a place. I could probably think of a lot of other places I'd rather get advice from. <laughs> but since we're here, well, since I guess here, we'll right. just answer it. I'm new to disc golf, and I'm building up my bag. I've got my go-to wardens, judges, deputies, and truths. My very thoughtful wife got me a disc for Valentine's Day: a Lucid Raider. The trouble is it's a speed rating or the speed rating is 14 and I'm pretty sure I will never get it up to speed like ever. I don't want to return it because Valentine's Day. So what do you do with a disc that is way too big for your arm? Do you display it, carry it in your bag and look at it wistfully? Pull it out of the bag while playing in a group and say, nah, I don't want to bomb 500 feet today. Better disc down. (laughs) I like that part. So what do you do? I mean... I had a rate course. Mine was a lightweight Raider and I'd been playing for a few years, but I could, I would throw it on a K, different, a different situations. It definitely wasn't a go-to distance driver for me, but depending on the wind and what I was throwing, uh, I would throw a 169, I think, uh, Raider. But I yeah, would say if, you, if it's, if it, oh, go ahead, Robert. You're good. I was just going to say as, as far as the, like, if it is a Valentine's day card, there's nothing wrong with hanging it on the walls a little, uh, memory reminder, reminder. So um, but they so, may yeah. want you to throw it so put it in your bag just so they see it and there's also not too bad and 
who knows? You might run into a situation where you can use that disc. Even if it's not for your arm speed, it can be a utility disc that you pull out every once in a while. And you might find a use for it. Now, I'm not saying go and just rip on the Raider until you learn how to throw it. Keep building like you are from the ground up, from your putters and mids. So that's very good. Create some really good, uh, terrible off-axis torque and then go throw your do Raider. That. Yeah, do, do that. It'll yeah. go a lot farther that yes, way. Yes, it will. Oh, <laughs> Eric Eric said exactly what I was going to. Um, High-speed discs when you can't get them up to speed. Speed can also act like stability in for a disc like that. So if you're throwing into a headwind and you usually throw a nine-speed and it's like a ripping headwind, you can throw a more overstable nine speed or you can throw, you know, a stable 13 speed and you're going to you might get a little bit of extra distance out of it um, without, you know, just never being able to use it. So, yeah, it's not going to be your workhorse, probably, at least not for right now, but it it could come in handy for you at some times. I mean, it's like like a disc like the Justice. People aren't going to throw that on every single shot, but it sure is nice to have when you need it. That's yeah, so what nice to have. Yeah, that's what a really fast, you know, medium over stable disc can be if you can't get it up to speed. You're not always going to throw it, but when you need it, it'll be good to have it. Yep. Our next one comes from Don. I'm a big Katrina Allen fan. It's obvious that she's one of the longest throwing uh, throwers in FPL, but I've noticed that she never follows through with her back leg on her drives. And it almost looks like she makes a concerted effort to use her back foot as a brake to stop herself from following through completely. Do you think even with her great power that she's leaving some distance on the table because of this, any idea why she doesn't follow through uh, fully follow through? Uh, maybe Eric has heard her discuss it at some point. I haven't, uh, but she's, I don't think she always had that. I think it's a kind of a newer trend that I've seen. And it's for those who have not been around the game enough. We call it Niboing. After KJ Naibo. Naibo. And he's he's one of the best European disc golfers uh, out of Denmark. Um, fantastic disc golfer. And he just did that. He did that same thing. Um, to, I think she's, she's doing it, maybe even not even being uh, that conscious, conscious of it. Because I had a toe-dragging um, issue... And a couple things that solved me from dragging my toe because Dustin Keegan pointed out that I was doing it and I didn't realize it. And so I started to work on it and I've, I've gotten off it. But what made it easier to get off of that back leg was building up my hip stability. So my body could put everything into my, my right leg on a backhand throw and my hip would tell the rest of my body, I've got this. You can do this. And allowed me to put everything into it. But what subconsciously happens, if your hip isn't stable enough, it's sending signals, understanding the situation, saying, yo, I need some help. So it won't allow for my left leg to get back up. Because if I do, I'm likely going to hurt myself. I worked a lot with this on Seth Muncy. And then I was able to really get off of that back leg so much easier once I started to build up that hip stability. Now, again, in saying that, Kat is fit. She is superhero fit so there is no way it's like her hips aren't stable enough i could be wrong she might not actually be working on her hips and her hips being quite stable so that's why she does it but i don't think that that is the case so i i would think that it's something it's a it's a product of 
She isn't thinking about it. She's found success with it. And she's going to continue to do it because it's working. Same thing with why I do the Brinster hop. It's working. Why wouldn't I keep doing it? Yeah. I just went to, I remember she had a video of her throwing her new signature disc, the Vortex on Instagram. So I went and looked at it real quick just so we could like refresh what, what her form looks like. And I'm not sure that she needs to follow through, like bring her leg all the way around. Like, like I Mm -hmm. think we've traditionally seen because exactly like you're talking about, Eric, I think she's probably flexible enough that that's not needed to accomplish what, what her body needs to throw the disc. Well, um, yeah, she is super fit, works on fitness all the time. And so I wouldn't be surprised if, yeah, it may be a little subconscious, but her hit and release is it's already gone by the time her leg is still on the ground. Um, so is it holding her back possibly, but she's mm-hmm. really in, I mean that video, she's really in control. Um, I'm trying to find a video so, from this is from 2014 and see if there's any throws of cat throwing. Yeah. Um, nope. That's but just anyway, in the bag. yeah. So uh, I, it may be subconscious. Um, like she may not really be thinking about it, yeah. but She's pretty in control with it. I I wouldn't mess with it too much. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. All right. This uh, last question is from Steven. Robert, can you please play a song in that guitar? <laughs> uh, not right now. You don't thank, have to prove anything. You, you don't you don't have to prove anything to me, but I have heard there are a lot of doubters in the Degam audience that say it's just for show. Again, not me. Now, I will tell you that I lived with uh, Robert and his lovely wife, Shay, for quite a few months, and Robert has no idea how to play the guitar, so. It's true. No, no, he plays show there too. Yeah, <laughs> nah, he plays the guitar and he plays it really well. Um, Eric, I think um, I don't I know about really well, but I think you're um, a decent player. I'm, I'm fine. Like I can. So if you're watching this and didn't know, I was I led worship at a church like as my job for a couple of years and then a year when we were in Kansas. Um, and so like I can do everything that you would need to for church music for sure. If you're going to ask me to like shred a nasty solo or, um, you know, do some super uh, complicated finger picking, I'm not great at that. But if it's if it's pretty basic rhythmic stuff, yeah, no problem. I just don't really want to play it right now. Fair enough. But I do love it. And it's it's my I traded multiple guitars to get to this guitar and now I'll just keep it for forever. There you go. Uh, Then he goes on to say, Bobby, uh, I'm going to reverse his questions. also, he says, who would you rather lose to, Robert or Eric? Who would I, I mean, I'm going to lose to both of them, obviously, because they're uh, much better skilled disc golfers than, than me. But the question, the other question was, would you rather beat Robert or Eric in disc golf? And you would think you'd be like, well, I want to beat Eric because he's a touring pro. Nope. nope. I would nope. want to beat Robert just to see yeah. the look <laughs> on he, his face. Because he knows how mad I would be. <laughs> yes, he would be so <laughs> pissed. I, I literally could have said your answer almost <laughs> word for word when, when you read that question. Uh, yeah, uh, names, names it as a Gibson Hummingbird, yeah. yes, sir. But yes, oh, we would have a we would have a blast. And also knowing Bobby, I would never, ever hear the end of that. Oh, no, ever, ever. Anytime anyone referenced disc golf, period, he'd be like, oh, yeah, that reminds me of the time. Oh, yeah. Disc golf. Do you remember? Do you remember that? Remember? Uh, Okay. Like that. Then he has a question for Eric. I think you're the most candid and approachable pro out there on tour. And I think that is what the sport really needs more of right now with the recent growth. 
from your that's in, really nice yes from your involvement in reddit podcast teaching and is that good episodes so thanks which pro on tour is the most approachable in your opinion <sighs> uh man i don't know uh that's a really good question zach melton no that's it zach melton yeah zach melton. That, 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 that's, like good. That, that's good call. that was um other people are but other people don't have the same. They don't have the same extroverted nature and or just ability just to kind of turn things on. And Zach does. Zach has that for sure. Where other people, you kind of have to chip away at them to break them out. And you know, some people don't know how to act around new people. It just to me, I'm just me, and I like. Oh, you want to talk about disc golf? Cool, I love disc golf. Let's do this, and that's just really simple for me. And I, I'm more like a puppy dog at a dog park, where I'm the hot, happy dog that wants to see what everyone's doing. Um, I assume that's what dogs do. I don't know. I don't have any dogs. Huh. I have three cats. Never, never <laughs> have any. But yeah, uh, but there are there are people in the sport that I would say have this approachable nature to them that I've grown to really love. Like Tim Barham is somebody I would classify more on the introverted side. But to me, he's, he's been one of the most approachable, likable people I've met in my time on the road. And he's, you know, I've played round, I played plenty of rounds with him and I just feel like this is a dude that I have, uh, I genuinely care about and, I feel like he genuinely cares about me when we're playing and when we're not playing. And we may never hang out outside of playing rounds of disc golf, but we genuinely care about each other. And I think that that's something that goes a long way. Chandler Fry comes to my mind. Bobby Music feels the same way in that, that of just people that are so cool. Oh, just Kyle homies. Webster, Brandon New. Yeah, K-Web, Zach Johnson. Like that crew is just like, they are really good human beings. And it's just really cool to see. Yeah. Yeah, just homies. Yeah. So uh, he had a follow-up uh, question for Eric, and I, I promise you this is, he put this. I am not okay. making this up. Also, okay. what, what date did you send Bergs to Robert or Bobby? Oh, Dude. my yes. God. <laughs> uh I sent them. I'm gonna. I'm planning on sending them on. Uh, Everybody is watching, Febu- of course. People February 31st. <laughs> yeah, you. Would. Everybody who's watching, and if once you listen to the show, go to uh, Eric Oakley's <laughs> Facebook page, uh, Facebook page, and to ask him. I'm not gonna have any bergs for myself. As, ask you him when guys, those are on the way. Literally say, "Hey, sick dynasties, Eric. I bought two. Also, when did you send Bob, the bird, Robert, yeah. Bobby, Bobby, and Robert the birds? I hope. I really hope they put that in the yeah. comments, and then I get an email from Infinite. It's like, hey. Um, is there something we should know about this? <laughs> so, are we supposed to ship those out, no. or are you, yeah. uh, Robert? Whichever. What is your yeah, starting word in Wordle? I have seen so many posts about nice. that stupid game. I haven't played it. I don't know. It's yeah. stupid. It may be really cool. You're not very good at words, Bobby. So I, it was right. for you. <laughs> that, that new game, Flirtle. Flirtle. What's it called? Birdle. Squirtle. <laughs> You almost heard my first cursor on the uh, answer. Um, so, I, it, it, if you know me at all, it will not surprise you to learn that I like Wordle. Oh yeah, and I, yes. And I play it. I play it every day. And also Nerdle, same but with a math equation every day. Oh, very gosh. interesting. Very fun. Uh, I I switched it out in Wordle. Um, 
I'll go irate a lot of the time and arise because you get three vowels, like three really popular vowels and then an R and a T and an R and an S. Um, but today, I think that's what I did today. I haven't solved it today. So don't, don't tell me uh, if you have, I did tears today. Um, I was just switching it up. Um, but yeah, I've heard crane is a good one, but the guy who put up the video about, you know, this is the best way to solve Wordle. He's not playing on hard mode. He is doing, um, like two totally opposite words to get as many letters as you can. That's not how I play the game. Okay. That's cheap, low hanging fruit. So I usually go with those. I try and nice. get it the vowels as early as possible. I still don't know what you're talking about, but that's okay. It's like really hard, man. You have to be like super smart. <laughs> All like, right, guys. Like really big cranium. Like, wow. Uh, well, before we do oh, that, I found I a video of Katrina Allen throwing in 2018. Yeah. And she did not have her back leg on the ground. I posted it in the comments. Oh, okay, cool. There you go. So yeah. sorry. Sorry. I no, no worries. Was, I was proud because I was like, she didn't always do that. And she was off her back leg. So it, it has to be something that she's worked into her. Yeah, look at her Instagram, Eric. You'll you'll find it. That's like the fourth post down. You'll see it. Okay. All right, there I you go, guys. Okay. okay. All right, guys. Thank you so much for sending your questions. Appreciate you, the live folks, for hanging in there. And uh, but thank you also for listening on the audio. We appreciate it. We're gonna do a couple uh, goofy questions for the Patreon folks. If you want to go support us, you can go to uh, Patreon.com/slash DGAM. And you can sign up to get early access to this uh, episode. As a matter of fact, as soon as I'm done with these guys here, I'll get on there and I'll edit it together and push it out to the Patreon listeners. And then in a couple of days, the regular folks get it. But only the Patreon people will hear the goofy stuff the that we do. After, yeah, <laughs> we'll be the only ones that get the uh, the goofy question stuff. So anyway, make sure you February 24th, Eric Oakley's Dynasty Drops, Infinite Discs hey! and other places. Make sure you support the gentleman, the man that is doing all he can to grow the sport of disc golf. Um, make sure that you go out and subscribe. Pray for Robert. I guess I don't know what to do for Robert. Okay. So, yeah. But also, hey, but keep in yes. mind, though, February 25th is the date that Eric sends us the discs that we were talking oh, about. Oh, yes, so that's right. The 31st put that, everyone put that on. No, no, that's put not, the, that's put not that, true. Put the 25th, that on this comment. Put it on the calendar. Everyone check back in on it every week. Put a reminder. Just so can up with it. Okay. Yeah, so good stuff. All right, guys, we'll see you on the next show. Love it. Okay, bye. bye.